Hello 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 welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast this is Adit Kapadia and together with me Sunanda Vashesh how are you doing Sunanda Good 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 I'm still eating my lunch but <laughs> I, I know, can talk uh, leaving me hungry but that's cool <laughs> you know um chalta hai wo to so to, uh, today uh, at a very newsy week uh, uh, we thought that hamare paas hi itna kuch kehne ko hai to guest ko layenge bechare bechare he or she unko bolne ka mauka nahi milega so we're going to get our guest next week this this week we don't have a guest it's going to be both of us uh, talking about um, everything that dominated the news this week and boy what a week it was you know yeah it, it started every week from now till the elections is going to be a newsy week it's going to be a week that's going to have <coughs> yeah it started with the with political stories you had the exam stories coming out where the papers yeah. were leaked um it was um the west bengal ram navmi stories keep some you had an ips officer with his hand chopped, chopped off. off yeah um you had um the <clears throat> Oh, what you may call the uh, um, Kashmir story. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I mean, I, I don't even know how to say encounters, like how people tell the story again. Down. In all this, I think our my focus always is what are the stories that the mainstream media doesn't pick up, hmm. and therein lies the story. So West Bengal uh, wasn't really picked up the way it should have been. You know, the Ram Navmi, the clashes that happened exactly, there. Exactly. Exactly. picked up mm-hmm. and i did not see any um hashtags or anything about the ips officer whose hand got chopped off so that i didn't see so really the story is also mm-hmm. um what is not picked up exactly and then then you also had the um, the kapil sibal op india story which for which sananda had a piece on so we'll talk a little bit about that as well mm-hmm. and stuff so <clears throat> anyways uh, without further ado let's get into the discussion part of this so let's start with the um, what struck the most like what struck you the most this week so the, the one story uh what struck me uh, something that the mainstream media hasn't picked up at all there are mm-hmm. although and some kashmiri journalists are already talking about it that the isis flags or everything that were that we used to see about a, a year ago and mm-hmm. we were cautioning about it they are saying that they see some solid isis presence in the valley of kashmir at the moment really there yes there are um, and, and these are um, journalists who are reporting from the ground these are reporters who are reporting from the ground who have told me that and the police is aware of it and the army is aware of it that these are people who may necessarily have not been directly um you know trained by isis in syria or iraq but these are people who are completely taken over by the ideology and with the help of social media and everything they are completely radicalized so what was interesting is that um entire through the insurgency time the famous the only slogan that used to work in kashmir i mean one of the famous slogans that used to work in kashmir used to be or infamous slogans hum kya chahte azadi that has been replaced now <coughs> by sharia ya shahadat really? which means either sharia or martyrdom so that has been replaced so we are in the 
third phase of terrorism in Kashmir at the moment. The first phase was indigenous, um, uh, you know, elements like JKLF, Jammu Kashmir Liberation Front, who mm. were asking for Azadi. They wanted Azadi from both India and Pakistan. Then that, um, uh, you know, that indigenous, whoever they were, they were got completely taken over by mercenaries from Pakistan and Afghanistan. Mm. Mm. So you had your Hezbollah Mujahideen, Harkatul Ansar, um, Jaisim Muhammad, um, uh, lashkar e all these, these were all Pakistani-run agencies and they wanted um, Kashmir with Pakistan. Now we are seeing a third front. This is where they neither want Azadi nor Pakistan. Now they want to be this part of this ISIS caliphate. So, so I don't know how much Home Minister um, is keeping track of it. I'm sure they are. Mm. But the intelligence reports are not good. And uh, last summer, India had some extremely good um, military, um, you know, successes there. Mm. But uh, it's, this it's is, is not... This, okay, let me ask you, let me put it in plain text, right? Are we set for a very bloody summer, this war? Yes, I am thinking we are set up for a very bloody summer. Because there yeah. are 12 people, 12 terrorists right now. Yeah. Who are, and even... You All have, of them have been claiming that they are from um, ISIS. Incredible. And you have... Um, so I, I saw Nidhi Razdan had an interesting uh, argument with a journalist where she was asking why, why did the civilians go and support them or something <laughs> are you are you also seeing a, a trend where a journalist on the left and i'm not calling out anyone in particular who may be sympathetic to these pro azadi forces yeah. are giving, even they are a little scared of what they i ISIS. think i think what barkha i mean uh, in our on my podcast we're never worried about taking names so barkha and all who have covered Praveen uh, Swami who have covered Kashmir from very uh, close uh, levels so that is I'm talking about the old school there is Barkha there is uh, Praveen Swami there is um, Thakur. Mm-hmm. so these people who know Kashmir even they are very scared now because these are not your regular people these are completely radicalized by um, not just ISIS radicalized. ideology okay, I, I'm gonna put and it they are telling people why do you want to go with Pakistan I, I, there is nothing to Pakistan is not uh, it's a failed state it's, not, it's a failed state it's an, it's an, um, you know it's not an Islamist state you need you need, we need to have Sharia we need to have this part of this whole no, and can ISIS I, can, caliphate can, can I tell you something and mm-hmm. this is this is what bothers me <coughs> that the youth that are joining or what I read from the reports and stuff it seems like they don't give a shit about dying no like pehle, I don't think that's why the thing shahadat uh, sharia exactly shahadat. that's that's the whole thing ki um ka jo khauf tha in about Khadam. encounters that's even worse than what it was in 90s and yeah. this is I, I am just basing my assessment I have not been to Kashmir I am just basing my assessment on numerous pieces that I've read and reports that I've read from the left and the right mm. so and they all seem to concur on this yeah. uh, ironically this is one issue that both the sides of the political spectrum in India agree on Yeah. so yeah. one just hopes in, that the Home Minister home of ministry India is, is taking care of this because this is this is going to be a bloody summer is meeting summer. and talking to the right people and, and in between um, um, I was quite surprised to know this because I had not heard about this before. But I uh, saw news reports that um, uh, Chief Minister Mufti, uh, Mehbubha Mufti in New Delhi met a bunch of Kashmiri Pandits. I don't know who she met because there were no, she did not meet Panun Kashmir. She did not meet representatives of Panun Kashmir or anybody else. It seems that she picked up, you know, she met some Kashmiri Pandits. What happened there? I have no idea. What transpired there? I have no idea. All I read was some news uh, 
you know tweets saying that uh, she is she tells people kashmiri pandits are you must come and visit kashmir to which my quip was of course we will visit kashmir because there is no way we can return so um yeah so there are a lot of strands happening there right now but kashmir is a story that needs to i mean when is kashmir not uh, does not need to be hai, but uh, jis pe agar aap yeah. mat so exactly right? so this will have to be um, watched mm. through summer it's it's a, it's a it's a very challenging six months and this in an election year that yeah. is even more challenging very challenging ah. very challenging the body bags that are coming home i mean india you know has a lot of thing for body bags but the number of people that are dying in kashmir right now and there is not enough outrage truly there is not enough outrage no, and every day there are brave men and women no, like i think uh, sunanda and there is a lives. studied silence on both sides i think both sides are still in shock because you know you probably have the best quote on in kashmir when you say that peace is a time between two conflicts right yeah. i don't even think i recall when this conflict started and when it's ever going to end mm-hmm. if i really go back um it started with the 2010 stone throwing protests the right? latest one yeah the, the, the yeah. intifada as they call yeah, it Did yeah. they call it that yeah intifada that started in 2010 when umar but then you had a couple of years of relative peace and i say relative yeah. because the benchmark was 2010 and then it's not been let down since no. and then the indian state has refused to compromise which mm-hmm. is a good thing but the thing is at what odds right at yeah. what cost yeah so anyways that's um that's how the situation is in kashmir a very depressing tale Right. We'll just wait to see what happens. Um, yeah. So from Kashmir, let's move ahead to uh, Delhi. Let's move down to Delhi, not ahead, <laughs> down <laughs> to Delhi. जहाँ पे अरविंद केजरीवाल is apologizing to everyone in question. जिनको ऑफेंड नहीं किया उनको पहले से अपोलोजाइज कर रहे हैं ऐसा मैंने सुना है. I'm kidding, of course. So I will. So is Ram Jaitmalani still arguing his case then or no? because wasn't he supposed to fight yeah and in between i heard a news that there is a store there's a film being made on ram jethmalani you know who's making the film who uh, soha ali khan and um, her husband safali are kunal kem kunal kem apparently there's a film on ram jethmalani was he the pandit that mehboob mufti talked to i don't know acha oh sorry clarifying i don't know yeah so acha so he's playing ram jethmalani's role kunal kem i have no idea who's doing it is safali khan doing it yeah yeah it was i don't know who is doing it and uh, for people who might not know uh, uh, sundar is talking about the eminent lawyer and uh, rjd rajya sabha yeah. member of parliament yeah. uh, from the matlab um, <laughs> rjd to matlab lawyers bhi rakhte hai sab saath mein hi rakhte hai you know, yeah, you know. Uh, so and lalu i'm going to talk about later because something that has happened that has pissed both me and sunanda off yeah. so uh, uh, on lalu prasad yadav so stay tuned at the end of the podcast for our rant on that absolutely uh, and i'm uh, already telling you it's going to be a rant so yeah. if you don't like friends uh, you can shut that 5 minutes of the podcast <laughs> off uh, so let's talk about the cheating yeah. uh, the leakage <laughs> not cheating sorry when I india became like, bihar oh my god that is such a generalization no but truly truly i am telling you the truth i have been very upset about this <laughs> but that was uh, a ridiculous generalization sunanda because all the cheating stories that come out of bihar yeah, okay, that i have been I'm reading about this the entire state i'm it. not tarnishing the entire state oh. i'm tarnishing the bihar state education Th- that's board that's true yeah yeah that is i am true. tarnishing the, the state s- education board and the cbsc in india and now i'm tarnishing cbsc which chose to emulate bihar state education board hmm. 
that's what i'm saying scary it's scary um because my my own cousin is in 10th grade okay yeah. and is in cbse not my in mom Delhi. is a teacher so um, nahi so he got scared yaar exam deke ghar pe is like mujhe wapas deni padegi and the pressure that the kids have and it's not about the kids taking exams again it's not about the cheating it is about the trust that the kids place on us as a society yeah. on the institutions this cannot happen and the kind of insanity you have after the 10th results are out yeah. you know the problem is as a, this all stems and i'm going to sound like a complete lefty here but it stems some stems from the idea that we just failure is not encouraged or failure is such a not an option that people will resort to anything yeah. and everything so do you know how this happened apparently the newspaper the uh, i know about the economics paper i don't know about the 10th uh, grade math paper uh, you know the cbse sends the question papers in a sealed envelope mm-hmm. to this uh, examination centers where um, whoever is on duty the um, teachers they receive them mm-hmm. and it's all it has to be honor code right mm. so this teacher who received the papers he broke the seal took the <laughs> photos of the what's um, what's this yeah. thing and no sold them to these coaching centers two people who run the coaching centers and for a huge amount of sum uh, money these coaching center instructors gave it to their students that was the whole nexus crazy and with whatsapp and those kids did the whatsapp thing and it was all over the place oh, because uh, uh, the great philosopher karan johar's favorite quote right a great quote every best friend has a best friend every best friend has a best friend so you know it is it was crazy i just felt very let down and this is not the first time this has happened uh, during upa time it has happened it's been happening for a long time but it has to stop guys i mean i understand that this has been happening before this also but it has to stop somewhere some of us have to outrage quite a bit and it you know and i this is, this you know somebody was telling political. me i know somebody was telling me that you know oh you are taking uh, when you are talking about it you are taking um, um, you know the coverage and all this away from the spotlight away from cambridge analytica and i'm like no i'm not taking um, see cambridge analytica and all these stories will always remain see we will always have political squabbles we will always have political dramas we will always have ideological fights but there are some things that have to be sacrosanct there are some things that have to be above politics and ideology and that is how we treat the next generation no, I, I, so, I'll, i'll tell you something right i gave we have professional licensure exams and stuff know that and it is imp- they have such anti cheating measures in place but it is impossible to think that the papers yeah. will be leaked like this yeah or sold to some um, so it was cbse official ks mm-hmm. rana in charge of delhi exam center who has been suspended and two private school teachers and one t- tutor who has also been um, uh, arrested and two teachers opened class 12 papers 2 hours before the exam <laughs> incredible incredible anyway i mean i am just i just hope that um, someone takes note of this yeah and what about the students poor students who didn't uh, get these papers and still have to do a retest it's it's, it's playing with their brains yeah. they are already over overloaded overworked and overstressed it's not this good it's not crazy. good and by the way for cambridge analytica please go to our pre- last week's podcast we had a detailed discussion that's why yeah. we're not talking about it um, this week but moving on from there to um, uh, uh, karnataka right it's in the news and sidramaiah keeps uh, you you think the south versus north narrative is being overplayed like anything yeah I don't think people themselves buy south versus north i don't think uh, but then why why is he focusing on it 
Because what else does he have to focus on? How else is he going to have people rally around him? The law and order situation is and hopeless. No, because B- it suits him to portray BJP as a North Indian party. Although how it is a North Indian party anymore, I don't know. With all the elections that they won in North East. <laughs> and uh, so it's not the North Indian. But BJP you know, does need to win a state in um, South. And Karnataka is the only state that it can win. Mm. Uh, so North-South uh, debate helps. No, and uh, quite frankly, this imposition of Hindi debate is also not helping. Yeah. All this is going to vaporize after the elections. Of course. So it is just, just like the Christian attacks vaporized. Just like the, in Punjab, the uh, drug, drug problem, problem uh, Sadly, yeah. Amrinder Singh was talking about it in every uh, interview, but yeah. um, so was uh, Mr. Thokotali. I mean, what a sad fall of Navjot oh, Sidhu. I saw him One thing I have to prostrating tell. in front of Sonia Gandhi. Huh. What? The man doesn't have any... A spine quite literally now. The man is just a joker. When people used to say he's a joker, he's truly a joker. He's a, he's a great orator, right? Yeah. And he's used to do that in BJP. He used to do that in Congress. He does the same thing in Congress also. My point is, what do you stand for? Nothing. These people Nothing. don't stand for ideas. And, and let's come to people who have no shame or don't stand for anything. The, yeah. the, the Troika of Arun Shauri, Yashwan Sinha and Shatrugan Sinha. Yes. Okay. Yes. They met, went ahead and met Mamta Banerjee. Mamta Banerjee went ahead and Mamta met Mamta Banerjee came from... Which I dug up in old, uh, old article from 2002 <laughs> where Arun Shauri had said that Mamta is against progress or something like that or any... Uh, that is when he was for progress. Now he's also anti-progress. Haan, nahi, nab to wo, the great... I, I am telling, like, uh, uh, I, I just hope uh, Arun Shauri doesn't come out of a game that why I became a socialist again. <laughs> or, or maybe... I'm sure a book must be in office. Or maybe he's com- coming up with the Trumpian slogan, Make India Socialist Again. I'm thing. sure a book is an offering because what was the last book he wrote on China? And I'm No, no, he wrote on uh, this yogis, the uh, uh, Paramahansa Yoga. Uh, uh, sorry, Ramana Maharishi, the two no, saints. No, yeah, two saints. I'm talking about political book. The last political or policy book was on but China. But why was he politics in that interview? <laughs> so, so it doesn't matter what book Mr. Shauri writes on. It's like Am- uh, Amartya Sen, right? Whatever interviews he gives, they will start talking about Modi. They will never talk about his own tenure. Yeah. So no, he. I, I, I'm sure there's a book coming in, and maybe the book is called "If Given an Idea: Why I Became a Socialist Again." Haan, I why don't, I don't believe in. No, uh, no I think well, uh, I don't think this government is particularly right of center. Also, but finally, Sinha actually um, had been saying that I am now going to resign from BJP because no one is throwing him out. Hmm. He's not even that important. You know, there, there, is the, there was this very funny scene from, there was this movie called Fear Hera Fairy. Usme Parish Rawal is trying to provoke a fight with Johnny Liver, right? And uh, he, usko pata hai ki meri, main wala so he keeps telling his friends, you know, mujhe chhod mujhe nahi, pakad mujhe, pakad, you know, zor se, pakad mujhe. And then his, his friend leaves him. He's like, are chhod kyun diya, pakad mujhe. So that's Shatrugan Sinha. Yeah. He is desperate for a fight, He's which desperate. no one is giving him mm. because no one has time for him. Um, Yashwan Sinha is making the uh, pitch very queer for his son. He told me that I can't achieve my achievement and stuff like that. I think his um, tenure as finance minister is overrated. But um, no, be that as it may. No, 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 no. That's okay. But what's with the arrogance? I don't know. Very arrogant. Very, very arrogant. And, and, and I was going to say, maybe that's why no one gives a shit about what you speak. Yeah. 
really ye ye mujhe and this entitlement that all the three of them think that they have um uh, and, and I, then uh, they I, i don't know do they want to make mamta banerji the prime no, minister i think i think they were all meeting for a book reading of uh, why i became a hindu eminent historians in the world of fatwas <laughs> especially i think the world of fatwas why i, I think uh, ha, no, sorry why i became a hindu kya um, hindu temples and what happened to them yeah. hindu temples and what happened to why them why i became a hindu is uh, shashi tharoor no so i'm coming to that also. Yeah. So, in great fondness for Indian traditions, the author of Why I Became a Hindu on Mahavir Jayanti tweeted a picture of Gautam Buddha, yeah. wishing everyone. So I was like, wow. And Malab. his defense to that was, at least it will get the discussion when Mahavir started. <laughs> uh, let me tell him that uh, uh, Indians have been already discussing about Mahavir for the last five thousand years, years or two thousand two thousand five hundred years. Mahavir was around the last two thousand years, five thousand years. पहले और तीर्थंकर थे. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, like, I don't know. I know. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. But yeah, but um, you know, this is this is amazing how um, this whole third front situation is working out. A lot will depend on how Odisha goes. No, or I'm going to quote uh, Arun Shauri only from an interview. Uh, uh, he told. Uh, समवन के ज्ञानी जी यूज टू सेल कि दो तरह के लीडर होंगे एक तो स्टेट लीडर्स दूसरे स्टेटलेस लीडर्स तो वन वाज अ स्टेट लीडर मीटिंग्स थ्री स्टेटलेस लीडर्स एग्जैक्टली दीज आर ऑल स्टेटलेस लीडर्स हां यू नो इट्स लवली अरुण शौरी हैज अ कोट फॉर एवरीथिंग ही इज डूइंग राइट नाउ इन हिज पास्ट इंटरव्यूज एंड यू कैन कोट इट अगेंस्ट हिम या या मुझे मुझे आई रियली बिकॉज़ देयर आर अ फ्यू शौरी भक्स स्टिल बिलीव दैट अरुण शौरी हैज बीन रॉन्ग व्हिच आई थिंक दैट प्रोबब्ली ही वाज राइट इन अज्यूमिंग दैट ही कुड हैव अ प्लेस इन द कैबिनेट बट मे बी मोदी saw something that we didn't see exactly someone who can change his ideology it can be okay that he is upset he is not talking but someone who can change his entire life's work and ideology uh, that itni palti to sudhinder kulkarni ne bhi nahi mari thi sudhinder kulkarni went crazy after the jail stint ha something happened to him I, i think someone hit him on his head No, no. I really think someone. I mean, it's my theory, but I think someone hit him on his head in the jail. Oh, because I remember he was shouting in Kerala, Zindabad, when he was which which sting operation ka jo hua na. When he was taken to the jail, he uh, actually shouted. Uh, and I a, think because that, then he resigned from the BJP. Then he came back into the BJP. Or ab to mujhe pata bhi nahi wo the BJP no, mein hai. Was, Us Shatrughan Sinha ki party mein honge. But he was hit on the head. I don't, I don't know. So um, this this him. I mean, these are all. Um, NDX NDA one guys. This will this will happen more towards 2019. You will see a lot more dissidents, but you'll see a lot more people. Uh, do 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 we not know? And th- this this is what uh, takes my respect up for Mr. L K Advani even more because yeah. they tried to shoot from his shoulder. I know, but I don't think and, and that that tells you the difference between people who jumped on the party bandwagon. Shatrughan Sinha did, uh, so did Yashwant Sinha, and so did Arun Shauri. Right? He was an ideologue or something, LK but LK Advani built the party from scratch, yeah. and that's the difference. So when people ask what about Mr. Advani, I think that's the difference between them. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's 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 fascinating. Yeah. Let's see what happens, and uh, so that that's for part one, and part two we'll talk about the other political developments. So I think another thing that dominated the news was probably the uh, Kapil Sibal issue that Op India did yes. a story on Kapil Sibal and I'll let Sunanda talk about a little bit about it and then we'll go because uh, Sunanda wrote a fabulous piece about it. Thank you. So the story was broken by um, um well put together by Op India and broken in Indian uh, um at least in Indian news scene by um 
op india but the story between the money launderer uh, piyush goyal piyush with double o with two mm. o's um and uh, this man called piyush goyal and the gupta family in uh, gupta brothers in um south africa some money laundering scam so uh, his couple civil's name with them had actually been found by a south african um, a journalist so it so seems that he, uh, piyush um, from piyush goyal this money launderer couple civil bought a land and piyush goyal is already under cbi scanner um couple civil bought a land which is for only 1 lakh rupees and it's it's a pretty prime land for 84 crores or 85 crores or something so that is the story but that was not that was um op india's thing and they were uh, pushing it which was wonderful uh, smriti rani also had a um, press conference right after that but it seems that he threatened op india with a lawsuit mm. that is what got to me and that is why i wrote this piece because i said lot of people and people were saying oh how can kapil sibal do this i said absolutely kapil sibal can do this he is a man behind 66a amendment 66a of um, uh, you know it act in india information technology act and all those people even 5 years ago 6 years ago will remember what 66a was it was a law which was so arbitrary that it could put you in jail for causing annoyance and irritation to anybody mm. so suppose you are standing here and i am annoyed by something you say under 66a you could go to um, jail if you uh, wrote it on your facebook post or twitter or something mm. so the law was rightly struck down by um, uh, the amendment was struck down by uh, supreme court but not after i mean i remember kapil sibal going to the town promoting that law so i was like here is the guy who mm. is actually wanting to put people in jail for what they write for expressing their opinion why shouldn't he um you know, why shouldn't he sue up india he is the same guy these are same people in between of course he took the avatar of saving um, wire wire and where he's talked about how freedom of speech is getting um, throttled Hippocrat. so i was like here is the thing you are trying to save your friendly media but when you are called upon all you've been told is give answers to this question that why are you dealing with what are your dealings with piyush goyal and other money launderers and um you're not you're refusing to answer the questions instead you threaten a lawsuit that is not done so i was talking about this and i was talking about how freedom of expression is a card it's actually a card that is used whenever you are in power but what is surprising to me is that after two days or three days the story is nowhere to be seen it mm. seems that um after smriti rani picked it up after everyone after 24 hours of hectic hectic thing the story is even arnab picked it up i think so slightly but we did a debate and stuff yeah, yeah but that was the same day and then that the story is dead yeah, no, I, i was surprised no one, no one from all india was called on arnab's debate yeah. as well I, unless I mean, they were called and they refused yeah no, we don't know because i, I I would hope that yeah. so, so for like either uh, some you know Nupur who wrote the story mm. or some someone should have been you know yeah called. someone should have been called but it doesn't seem that but the story is dead yeah it's so I haven't reason. seen some for some bizarre reasons um, the CBSC took over and Karnataka I one hopes that this is followed up yeah and I hope it's the, followed whatever up whatever the, uh, the because the story does have some merit and it is important to whatever find the out natural conclusion comes out and um, Kapil Sibal is made to answer the questions so before we end the podcast, podcast i want to talk about a very important thing that happened okay lalu prasad yadav the darling boy and the poster child of the liberals this. um 
there was a piece written by Abhishek Manu Singhvi and another chap who I forget on on Economic Times where he said that the punishment was too harsh or something. Or oh, there was a piece I missed that. There was a piece written by Abhishek Manu Singhvi. That is how this all started. Oh, I thought that is how this. No, that is how this all started. Sagarika Ghosh tweeted that piece. Ah. Okay. So Sagarika Ghosh tweeted that piece something about and I don't know if others tweeted about it. Patani if that's that's what prompted this but Probably I think that's what this prompted is, it. Yeah. Um, because I sa- saw Sagarika's Ghosh something about like so mad his his, his thing was the, his punishment was too harsh or yeah, something like that. And um this pissed me off because a, a host of journalists, uh, Sagarika Ghosh, I think Salil Tripathi tweeted something about ki haan, usne mm-hmm. kiya, but he stopped Advani's Rath. Yeah. Uh, like that is supposed to. And then other, and then you had ex-journalists, ex-MPs like Pritish Nandi um, yeah. uh, following the Shatrugan Sina Arun Shauri model of uh, not knowing where his original positions are and reversing on them and going himself in a tailspin. Mm-hmm. And right now it's just like he's like wrapped, wrapped a bucket around his head, run across the room and just tweeted what mm-hmm. he had. Like I mean, Because he tweeted something a month ago he tweeted yeah. something 20 years he wrote a piece 20 years ago and aaj kuch hori and we'll talk about that um uh, uh in in the mind podcast uh, about this but what pissed me off is that they of course he's a darling of the liberals because he takes yeah. on ostensibly takes on bjps and does this mega rallies according to them on but them. how does he take on bjp i don't understand by being a buffoon because really? i haven't seen it's not like he has some ideas hmm. and um and i remember long back i think uh, rajdeep probably deleted his tweet or something but he compared uh, i don't know if you remember early days of twitter or something he compared lalu prasad yadav to narendra modi okay mm-hmm. so some people have that and some people have this yeah. like he's a convicted politician and then to which i saw some phenomenal threads on twitter yes, one was by vivek call who wrote uh, about that another thing was a twitter about lalu's um, jungle raj i mean it was not figment of anybody's imagination <laughs> and a, a user who goes by gabbar Yeah. with three bees uh, he wrote something like uh, he he grew up in lalu's bihar and he wrote about uh, the jungle raj under sadhu yadav uh, how cars were taken from showrooms how rangdari tax was collected how kids were kidnapped it was a free for all power cuts were there mosquitoes were bit like people there was in, no law and order people people had like you know gand gand phaili hui thi literally yeah. uh, in law and order in the situation yeah. and all these journalists have the gall to bloody f- find these uh, uh right like uh, utopian pns about this very sad this is the utopian reality that was bihar was in in the 90s and this is the thing and for those i think the 2015 to 2017 were probably the two most glorious years of their lives when the two the two of their poster childs nitish kumar and lalu prasad yadav were in alliance lekin ab nitish ji to chale gaye so they have to go back to their uh, poster child line and mujhe gussa ye aata hai sunanda that he is a connected criminal you interview him when he is apparently out on bail for some medical reasons where he goes on a rant against the government. so clearly he seemed okay in that interview that he gave to india today you don't talk about that that wo wo kyun aisa hai you talk he read one of the most corrupt regimes in indian history leave bihar history yeah. and the one of the most failed law order but we have seen when it comes to lalu yadav in bihar and sidramaiah in karnataka law and order is not questioned actually uh, mind columnist um, shwetank um, bhushan he made a very relevant point and he is going to actually write a piece about it we should be up by tomorrow he said the only reason they love lalu yadav is because he apparently quote unquote um stopped um, um advani's rath rath yatra that is the 
only reason they love him there is no other reason it's not that they don't know what jungle raj was no. it's not that they know that he's an incompetent fool it's not that they know that he is a convicted um, criminal but they are willing to forgive everything because he is the one who uh, stopped advani's rat everything is forgiven right everything is forgiven everything and that's the sad reality yeah. of the, the dystopia yeah, absolutely absolutely that ek yahan dhoond rahe utopia hai dystopia dikhao to sahi like kya chal raha hai and kya nahi and that just boggles me yeah it does so but let me ask you do you think what is done to him is harsh sanda <laughs> करप्शन Two months later, we all know why Lalu Prasad is being punished so severely, and the truth is, has it has little to do with the fodder scam and more to do with his politics. Hey, such a moron. Such his a politics moron. was that he was in UP. No, right? actually, he should be tried in contempt of court. Somebody actually told me that he should be tried for contempt of court. So, and then then British Nandi wrote this in 1990. Okay, uh, um, maybe he doesn't remember. In other words, are we ready to kick out those wicked thieving rogues who have looted Bihar for decades, impoverished its people, murdered every independent institution, destroyed its economy, and brought it to the very edge? Yeah. Uh, whom was he talking about? Not Jagannath Mishra. but true you cannot blame lalu for the entire history of post independence bihar but it is equally true that he had the opportunity and the mandate to change it he did not he did not because he wanted you to put his hand on the till he wanted to continue the rape of what was once india's most prosperous city these are the words he used for lalu and now he is saying that evidence of enough evidence exists of what lalu has done again and again and again starting with the fodder scam in which every finger of suspicion points towards him and his criminal associates yeah. every investigating officers who has tried to avail uh, nail him down weed from the cbr income tax has been hounded out and sent off to siberia um, a lot of leftists might be you know siberia yeah. reference again uh, as a result while every child in india knows that lalu is a crook use the word a crook the mighty government of india cannot uh, put together evidence to keep him behind bars these are from a uh, uh, column on relief.com that somebody uh, put screenshots of yeah. uh, i am assuming that's uh, quite that's legitimate yeah. usi yeah. ne likhi hai ye so um, <laughs> if it's not i pardon that no no it is it is, it is. It is. so but these are the uh, screenshot and, and if my god he was a shiv sena mp wasn't he yeah <laughs> that's that's the that's the that's the uh, post truth era that you rightly call we live, live in so uh, what do you uh, what do you uh, uh, recommend this week sunanda i have a beautiful recommendation this uh, week you know adit would know that i was invited to uh, moderate a event by the indian consulate here on the 350th anniversary birth anniversary of 10th guru of six guru gobind gobind singh Uh while I knew quite a bit about Guru Tegh Bahadur and Guru Gobind Singh but I hadn't um you know read as much about him 
and this opportunity because i was going to moderate this event with the with the um, uh, you know professors of religion and other people this gave me an opportunity to read about guru gobind singh so i read a lot one of the things that i read was a poem if most people who know guru gobind singh he was a warrior he was a philosopher but he was also a poet a very sensitive poet so he wrote a poem to emperor aurangzeb hmm. and aurangzeb who uh, um, i mean we don't need to say what aurangzeb was and his entire aajkal to wo bhi clarify karna padta hai but um, guru gobind singh i know tek bahadur and guru tek bahadur and guru gobind singh fights were all against um, these mogal thugs mogal rulers so then he wrote a poem to um, you know in a battle where he had defeated he wrote a poem to uh, aurangzeb and he says wait while you may have won but this is why you are useless and um, a corrupt and a bigoted ruler and this poem is called zafarnama zafarnama has been originally written in uh, persian because mm-hmm. he had written it to mughal emperor so it was written in persian and guru gobind singh himself wrote it it's it's a beautiful piece of work it's a beautiful piece of poetry beautiful piece of literary work what i read about him i couldn't read persian of course so the translation is available by um indian uh, ambassador to the united states right now his excellency navdeep sarna he has written a beautiful um, uh, you know english translation of zafarnama and that's available on amazon it's available everywhere it's it's a widely available book and it is just such beautiful translation i really enjoyed um, myself so i would highly recommend zafarnama the translation of guru gobind singh's um, uh, you know poetry there is one line that really stood with me when i was reading it it said when all has been tried yet justice is not in sight it is then right to pick up the sword it's then right to fight what a beautiful line this is what guru gobind singh told um, aurangzeb and this is how it's been translated it's just beautiful zafarnama the translation by um, ambassador uh, navdeep sarna interesting what a what a recommendation what a solid recommendation uh this week uh my recommendation this week is um i actually watched two things one is a show on amazon called sneaky pete which is about a uh, which is a lovely star cast and it's about a guy who poses as uh his cellmate is uh, a con man who poses as his cellmate and cons tries to con his family and the thing is fascinating thing and second is a movie i watched called secret superstar uh it's a little long but the performances of the girls zaira wasim and the mother meher veej mm. are amazing and i don't know how the heck does amir khan do it but i can't believe 6 months ago he played this uh, father in dangal and then he plays this caricature of a music director which i thought loosely they i think it was over the top too over the top but it was inspired by almost anu malik i thought because um, i think it is the 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 he was sh- he's shown as a music director who was at his prime uh, belting out some of the best romantic numbers then tries to go this fast route and then finally finds his uh, way out uh, into this and um, uh, funnily enough uh, monali thakur uh, is uh, is shown as the big singer who gets the awards and stuff and i personally believe it was her uh, her song that led to anumalik's newfound renaissance that was momo ke dhage in and papon also sang it but papon now is yeah but monali's version is phenomenally better yeah. than papon's yeah. version so papon to aajkal pata nahi kahan hai 